Hello everyone um, and welcome to the second in our series of podcasts, Getting Through It, with myself, uh, Mark Sturgis, and of course, as always, with Vicky. Hi Vicky. Hello. So, on number two, what we're going to do, we had our little intro uh, last week, so this is, what the idea of these is we're going to, they're not like a sequential, you know, idea that we follow one after the other after the other, we're just going to dip in that of topics. So the one we're going to cover today is... Um, it's okay not to be okay. So we're going to have a little sort of chat to understand what we believe that to mean and just talk about some examples of our own and just give some ideas of how we can support each other and just, you know, any work we can do on this topic. So, you know, it, it's really important for everyone, you know, just to understand that at this, particularly at this time with all the stuff that's going on, there is time that we are going to feel certain emotions. And, you know, it's, no emotions are permanent, but we just need to acknowledge them. And I think that the, the basis of this OK not to be OK is is it's not just OK not to feel OK. It is almost essential because if we ignore these feelings and we're going to come up with some examples later on, it can lead to, you know, suppress your feelings further and create longer sort of term issues. So it's just really that feeling of and hopefully we're going to you know we're only aiming to these podcasts to be about 20 minutes but hopefully by the end of it we can rather than just a phrase of it's okay not to be okay we do have some understanding of what it means to us and what it means almost like a common language across our team so it's just not about sort of sticking plaster so i think i think you've got a little example for us just to kick us off i have yes and i'll try not to um go on and on and on because as Mark said we're just going to try and keep these as um, kind of short and uh, sweet as we can and kind of go in depth but I think what Mark said is a, is a really key point is around kind of you know people suppress their feelings I think all of us uh, you know at some point get very scared to be able to put your hand up and go do you know what things aren't right at the moment um you know really key point that mark said is no emotion is permanent um you know we have numerous days where we're happy and great and we show that to everybody and we make it very very clear that we're having a great day but we're you know as as a human beings we're not good at being able to say do you know what yesterday was a great day today's a shit day um and i think it's something you know i want to give a little bit of a story from my side um kind of how i was doing exactly this a few years back so um, I think probably some of you in the team know but I used to have severe panic attacks um, I don't anymore and I've learned to deal with them but panic attacks they purely came from the fact that I was suppressing my feelings so I had a lot of things going on in my life at the time this was around the time that I joined the group so about 15 years ago and rather than actually being able to turn around to my friends and my family and people that I loved and saying do you know what I'm, I'm worried about this or nervous about this or this has gone on in my life and I'm worried about it and I am a well-known worrier I would just sit there and try and deal with it with myself and from suppressing those feelings I ended up having very very bad panic attacks to the fact that I wouldn't drive anywhere I mean if people had said to me 10 years ago that you'd be in a field-based role traveling up the motorway every single day I'd have laughed at them because I couldn't drive more than five miles down the road without having a panic attack if I was being invited out to uh, with friends or to a big team meeting, as an example, I would make excuses at the last minute because I'd have panic attacks so bad, they'd actually make me physically sick. Um, I, I don't have them anymore. And that was actually through being able to think about my emotions and to be able to put my hands up and say, 
actually, I'm really not in a good place. I need to be able to talk to somebody about this and, and dealing with kind of where that root emotion came from. And from dealing with that, I don't have panic attacks anymore because I now feel that I can actually open up to people. And when I'm worried, I can talk to them and, and tell people how I feel. Um, one of my big pieces probably, and I've changed my view on this, and I think I'm probably waffling, so apologies, everybody, was that I was very, very worried about how, whether people liked me or not, whether people thought, you know, they wanted to be my friend or wanted to be in my life. And I've come to the point now of going, do you know, if people don't want that, then neither do I. So again, it's me being able to understand why those emotions are there and dealing with them rather than suppressing them and not being able to put your hands up and talk about it. Um, I think kind of my takeaway from this, and it isn't always a solution because sometimes you may not have the right person to be able to talk to or may not be at the right time to talk to somebody, but it is always good just to be able to air what you're feeling with somebody. You know, great if we can do that with somebody in the team. If not, you know, friends, family, someone that you can actually just put your hand up and say, do you know what? I'm struggling. Yeah, I think that... And yeah. I'll breathe so you can talk now, Mark. No, 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 really, really, <laughs> thank you for sharing that. Vicky and I know it's not easy so um yeah and it's it's good to see that from what you've done that's helped you, you know and I think that's just the key you know I mean that's a really good transformation and you know probably can't expect that all the time but I think it's just this key of like us having that you know that feeling that these it is something that is, is a non-permanent state and we can mm. acknowledge it and and I think for me it's really important especially in our environment it's like like sales environment very target driven and i think it's quite default to say i'm okay i'm okay you know yeah. it's fine it's fine and in and, and it's that is like a bit of an old school and it's certainly something i grew up with and you know i think it is very it's it's kind of that's in the past now yeah, isn't it, it emotions it, should be able to be talked to and i think you know of course i went on a while ago i remember a really key thing somebody said to me and especially for men was that you know, people will turn around to you and go, man up. Yeah. If you're feeling down. And that's the worst thing to say to somebody. What does that mean? No. You know, we should yeah. be able to put our hands up and say, I'm feeling great or I'm feeling down. Yeah. And you just suppress it. and It doesn't go. I mean, I mean, I can share a story here now, which is pretty different to what <laughs> we planned. But, you know, this is all part of the sharing and something within the group is, mm. you know, it's going right back to, um, well, it's sort of something really powerful with my dad. And, it, and I've sort of, we spoke about this is you know we got we've moved forward a long way and that is like a real key of us it's you know this is this not you know it's it's okay to not be okay it's essential that we talk about this because you bury these things they just don't 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 go away and you know this is um personally but before i was born my parents lost uh, a little girl karen um and when, when i was growing up it was like we never spoke about her it was like I only found out about it from my gran. It's like mum and dad, their way of dealing with it. You know, this is like late 60s, early 70s was don't talk about it, forget about it. They were told even by the doctors the way to get over it is have another child. So they had me. So obviously that wasn't great. So they had my sister as well to make up for. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get to is that literally that was it. My dad was just told, you know, just get on with it. And, and, and he did. And that was it. And we never, ever spoke about it. As far as we were concerned, I've got an older brother. It's almost like Karen never existed. There was just three of us. And, it, it, it you know, they oh, it really impacted mum and dad. They couldn't watch things about children being ill and things like that. I know it's probably a bit of a deep subject, but just it, to, but to explain to that, then that suppression, that's, you know, I mean, I'm nearly 
I'm 45, Karen will be 50 now. It's only in the last few years that mum and dad actually started to speak about Karen. Dad spoke to somebody about it and he's actually faced these feelings. Now we talk about me being, you know, the second youngest rather than being the middle child. You know, we, when we talk about Karen, we talk about her birthday and, you know, we've done stuff for the charities. It was asthma related, which caused that, you know, that illness and caused her death. But, you know, it, and it's just that for me, it's like really, really strong of how someone like my dad, really old school, you know, old fashioned. And, and I think that's the thing is we, in Britain, it's like, oh, I stiff up a lip, we can't show weakness, but that's not showing weakness. That's acknowledging a really difficult situation. You know, Powerful and we've all- thing that's happened. Yeah, and, 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 and dad, you know, strong, tough as anything, my dad, a really tough up, not tough upbringing, you know, I won't go into all of my family history, but you know. In my, <laughs> we've but, only got 20 minutes left. Yeah, but just that, just, uh, and that's like an extreme example, but I can think of some impact of me, which maybe we share another time, but a really strong example of like, I think we need to move away from that I think feeling. that's old school, isn't yeah, it? And, and it's it's in the past of yeah, you know hiding but, those feelings rather than accepting them. But I think we're still there a little bit, Vicky. If I'm honest, and that's why I really yeah. wanted to do this podcast. You know, and it, it's kind of like that's just you know you know we have got stuff going on. It can make us feel. We just have to acknowledge those feelings and sit with. Them. I mean, that's dramatic. What I've just spoken about and Vicky's is you know really compelling. But it, it, at times, you know, it is you are you will get these feelings, and it mm. does. And if you what I'm trying to say you know if you really ignore them it it, it builds into something bigger it's just sit with them you know think and that's through. it it manifests itself exactly. doesn't it manifests. and becomes from a small thing to you know with your parents that wasn't a small thing but no, from my but... side was a small thing that then became a very big problem um and your parents have had something that's been in their head that they haven't been able to deal with for 40 odd years and I'm sure they probably feel a lot better yeah, with that, yeah, for exactly. actually starting to be able to deal with what happened, and that's, and I mean, that's an ex, you know extreme example, but it's just like this is what we want to talk about with the team. But I've seen it in our team. Do you know what I mean? I've seen it in myself. You know, I know yeah. that if I bottle things up, it only goes one way. So, what we're trying to say here is, I suppose, is is not just it's kind of like looking to acknowledge it and find it in yourself and accept it. You know, yeah, it's listening you to that. yourself, isn't it, yeah, and accepting you, those feelings. And you can have those feelings, and like I say, you know, it's a feeling. It's not being weak. Uh, there's no stigma. It's just a feeling like all feelings go through. You know, happiness, sadness. It will go through. But you know, rather than hide it, get busy and pretend you're happy. You know, acknowledge it, sit with it a little bit, then work through it. You know, mm-hmm. and and that's where I think Vicky's going to talk a little bit about how we can, you know, not only acknowledge it in ourselves, but also how we can look to support each other. You know, not not that's we sort of covered. Am I okay? This is more. Are, are they okay? Well signposted to the next um, section there, Mark. So yeah, as uh, as Mark said, we we kind of wanted to do this in two sides. So very much about kind of acknowledging your own feelings and you know, am I feeling okay? But flip side of it, and you know, we're a very close team. Is actually noticing when people kind of in the team, you know, may not be okay and actually how we can help each other. Um, I think Mark and I mentioned this on the intro call, we are not specialists in this. We're not going to try and come up with, here's our top 10 hints and tips and tricks for trying to do it. But, you know, I think there are some really key things that we can help each other with. You know, we all talk, um, but I think we need to make sure that as a team, we find it as a safe space. And that actually whatever we tell each other within our team, 
um, stays with us and actually we all feel comfortable with each other to be able to hold our hands up or pick up the phone or you know ask for a walk and talk like we discussed on one of our team calls or the village hall previously and actually just being able to open up and say how you're feeling now you know you don't have to go into in depth of telling everybody you know but like mike mike uh, mike mark and i have just done you know your life stories even just picking up the phone going i'm having a bit of a downer just be nice to talk to somebody um i think as well we all notice when other people in the team aren't okay and i think it's around you know let's all be aware that especially of what's going on at the world in you know in the world at the moment let's all pick up the phone to each other and, and if you are wanting to ask somebody if they're okay, be prepared to listen. Yes, and that's Don't. it. And, and I think, um, sorry, Vicky. I'm, no, I'm no, 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 no. I was just going to say, in, in it, it just yeah, listen. That's that's the main thing. And in the other bit, we you know, looking at this is not just. I think it's really it's become a bit of a buzzword. Let's be positive. Let's be positive. But that, I think that really doesn't help people if you mm-hmm. just like, oh, it could be worse. You know, stop worrying. And that kind. Of, I know from my own experience. I will moan to, to Vicky and other people quite often. And I don't want someone to say it's fine. It might just be fine. But sometimes what, you, what we really want to talk about is how to help people is just, you know, say it's okay. You know, like we say, it's okay not to feel okay. You know, and it's acknowledging acknowledge, their yeah, feelings, exactly. isn't it? Acknowledging people's saying... emotions and not just yep. coming back with, oh, I did this, I did that, you know, and just kind of almost override what they feel and almost belittle it do you know what i mean it's like if somebody's you know you really should take it as if somebody opens up to you and will talk to you that's a real compliment of how they feel you know so just they don't want you we haven't got i mean vicky we haven't got magic one we don't know the answers but it's just help them acknowledge it a bit of empathy and then just let let them ride that wave of emotion because they're gonna you know that's what we that's the yeah real i think the goal of this okay not to feel okay is that yeah. people will acknowledge that feeling that's the only you know acknowledge that feeling you know acknowledge it's real you know can't just you know bravado and a bit of yeah be okay go through that and then and then just write, write it out and, and sort of live through it sorry Vicky I'll just jump no in no there. no it's it, it's it's fine Mark I think you know that's exactly it me and you we do pick each up you know pick up the phone to each other probably more than we need to and um, you know have a moan or a whinge or tell each other how we're feeling and I think that's the biggest thing is and that there's a really kind of I really like the wording around this is toxic positivity so it's all around you know telling somebody it will be okay what that could actually do is make somebody go I don't want to speak to that person about it again because all they've done is they've listened to me but they've not actually acknowledged it and I don't I'm, I'm worried that they'll go oh you know it's fine brush it under the carpet and it'll be dealt with whereas actually that's not what people want to hear um I think it is exactly just that listening and acknowledging um and letting someone feel comfortable with you I think that there's a lot in the press about this and probably everyone's really heard it is this whole ask twice thing um you know when, when you pick up the phone to somebody and you are at that point you know and you want to listen and check they're okay ask them if they're okay twice because everybody will always say are you okay and they'll say yeah I'm fine I'm good or I'm okay that a second time I think it's a signpost for somebody to say do you know what I I'm here for you I want you to be able to open up to me and you may not always get an answer you may still get somebody saying everything's okay but I think it's you know let's as a team all be there for each other and be able to kind of address our emotions together um you know in a safe space and I think, Mark, you kind of were going to talk around um, another previous situation that you've had and kind of, uh, it sounds awful, doesn't it? <laughs> but, um, 
yeah, Mark, I'll over to you to talk around another kind of how you've dealt with this. Yeah, um, I suppose... <sighs> I don't really know where to go. <laughs> I feel like I've <laughs> opened up. We can so save I, it for another call we can if save you want. That, but I just think for me, I suppose, uh, without, you know, just conscious, I mean, I, I'm happy to talk about stuff, but I just want to bore people to death. But I suppose. People can always dial off if they yeah, don't want to hear so, our voice, Mark. <laughs> yeah. But I suppose it, it links to what I spoke about earlier, and it's just around. Um, I, um, a few years ago, my wife was diagnosed with MS, and I didn't really deal with it very well I just kind of hid it and probably drank too much and <laughs> other things like that so it's just a really compressed version of um of what that the, the previous tale you know what I spoke about my dad I kind of went down that same route made that same mistake and it, it didn't allow myself to feel that emotion that raw emotion of you know that is a, a life-changing sort of diagnosis so again that's something which you just I think we just need to take your time and in and we've got and it doesn't always i'll, I'll pick some dramatic things i'm sort of regretting it now but it can be little things and lots of things impact me it, it can do at times in confidence and stuff like that so it's just anything which hits you which affects you is real if it's if it's giving you a feeling it's giving you an emotion it's a real thing so that's when you just need to look like look at that take a step back acknowledge you don't feel okay and ride through that wave and like I say it can be quite a short fix or it could be a little bit longer I think yeah, I think yeah, you're right, Mark. We've gone with extreme stories. On, yeah, I've gone a bit know, extreme. The call today, but I think it's, you know, it, I think all of us will have not even just up and down days, but up and down moments throughout a day. Um, you know, and we all kind of nobody's perfect, and we all have worries, like you say, you have it with your confidence. I think all of us do, yep. in some way, shape, or form. I think you know, from work-wise, we worry, and it's almost being able to say nobody's perfect, and actually something that you know. Is, is quite a little thing you're still able you know you still should be able to go do you know what? I struggle with that yeah and I think it's not a good thing on a later one we can really sort of um well not that we'll be able to we can sort of signpost some to some other support that there is and mm -hmm. some sort of you know mental you know mental training where and... we're talking around we've got we're talking I think in some later ones aren't we about the yeah. resources that we've got and I think there's a lot of training and hints and tips and you know links to websites that probably will really help yeah and it, and it is a lot of this we're talking about is around sort of you know cognitive behavioral therapy it's just training your mind to sort of work and think in different ways so without sort of going too deep deeply into that i suppose the main piece was you know we're talking about those sort of coming up to 18 19 minutes so i'm just thinking 20 minutes for me and vicky is probably enough for <laughs> 10 for minutes for us is probably enough but uh, <laughs> you know yeah but... But, you know, it, it, we sort of wumbled about a little bit, but I suppose it's sort of really nice to, to, to tie it all together. So, I mean, for you, Vicky, I mean, maybe if we are completely chucking this onto you now, but what would your <laughs> sort of, we'll both sort of wrap up, what would your main piece from this, what are we trying to get for you? What do you want people to come out of this? Well, it's okay not to be okay. I think my side is probably around, you know, am I okay? And being able to voice your emotions and actually deal and listen to yourself um, probably takes back a little bit to my um, story that I said, but actually being able to deal with those emotions when they come up rather than suppressing them, I think is a really big key piece from this. Yeah, I think that's brilliant. I think that's, you know, absolutely spot on. And I think this came out of, you know, uh, us discussing this and I think Vicky and I, yeah. so it, it's just just maintaining that and I just want everyone just to feel that you know it is okay not to be okay and hopefully we've explained a little bit of what we believe it to be in our team in our environment 
and you know and hopefully we take something positive from this and like i say we're we're going to keep recording these week on week <laughs> whether anyone <laughs> listens to them or not so we're not sure if what anything the next one will i think be. it's helping us mark is yes it? If it helps the two of us to um if get else. it out then if nothing else yeah so it, you know um if anyone would like to you know like we said before uh, add anything to this podcast and in, in, in get involved then please do so we'll be posting this one shortly so thanks a lot everyone and thank you, we'll, we'll, thank you vicky and we'll speak again soon Cheers, Em. Bye. Thanks.